Oh, it's so good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind every Tuesday. Well, not last Tuesday. Almost every Tuesday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. at 91.5 FM WPRK, the best in basement radio. You can also catch up on our past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. And I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John. And in the studio today is Tom the Elderberry. Gung Ho Fat Choy. Yes, yes. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy Lunar New Year to you. It's the year of the water rabbit. You know what was really cool? I I knew it was Lunar New Year the other day. From the shootings? Didn't even, no. <laughs> no, even before that, because I'd already seen people putting their memes, my Asian friends. And that and here the night before, I had made Chinese food. Oh, I made homemade right. sesame chicken. And then the night of Chinese Lunar New Year, I made a Thai. Yes, that looked delicious, lady. They both were very delicious. Oh. My next my next country I'm going to go to culinary is Cuba because I have some mojo seasoning. I want to do some mojo chicken. Make a nice pho. And some, yeah. Yeah, I looked at that. I have to get some ingredients for that. A dong eh? Yeah. That's yes. the best place. Yes. I love dong. I know. It's one of the best little Asian grocery stores little around. Super, it is. I it just is. found an Indian market down the street from me. And I'm like, what? Really? In Castleberry. Girl. You could get some good curry there. That's what I'm planning on. Yes. Mm. So we've missed y'all. Sorry it's been so erratic. Yes. Erratic. It erratic. kind of gets into one of my two things this week. Oh, well, I'll spill explain it. Uh, sinus headaches suck. First of all, you wake up. One side of your head hurts, and you get sick because of all the drainage down. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting a migraine. So you take migraine medicine, and then later on during the day, your other side of your face gets done. Then both of your eyes, and you're like, oh, great, it's not a migraine. It's a sinus headache. Right. And then it's two days of it. It's like, oh, this isn't just a sinus headache. This is a sinus infection. <laughs> and I have, I have like steamers that I put, you know, I do the steaming and all that kind of stuff. But oh my gosh, it's so horrible because light, sound, everything. Oh, it's a combination you. of the two. Oh, it's Do you have horrible. a neti pot? See, I can't do that one. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I can't pour tea through my face. I just can't. It's water. That I you pour, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I do have a neti pot. I actually have two neti pots. I love them. It, God bless you, child. I love them. It's really helpful. Well, what's your second thing? My second thing is, you know, if you want something out of life, you have to get out and make it happen yourself. Word. You can't. Like, like, say you're wanting a job. You can't just sit around and wait for a job to come to you. You have that to ain't get out. Happen. Right. You have to get out and and apply yourself and put in applications and do the hard work for it. Well, first you have to visualize, and then you have to actualize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, um, I just was encountered someone this past week that that's what it's like. Hey. You don't have a job. You don't have a place to live, and all this. So we have to do this step by step. First step, get a job. Second step, get out of where you're staying at and get your own place. Yep. Um, you know, and just but it's like don't don't sit there and talk about it. Talk Do about something. It, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. 
Yes, if you're gonna go down to Funky Town, <laughs> make sure <laughs> make sure you're not just going to talk about it, but you're gonna go to Funky Town. And before you go to Funky Town, get yourself tested. Yes. Know your status. Know your status. We know ours. Yes. You know one of my funniest stories. It was a World AIDS Day. I can't remember what year, but it was when they used to do the big thing around Lake Eola, and they right. had the quilt on the ground out there, part of the quilt. Um, well, I was walking. Uh, oh, my gosh. This must have been back in 2009. Yeah. Because it was, right, it was right when me and my partner started dating, and that was in 2008, and it was the next one. So we went down there and we we're going around and then some lady comes up from the big red bus and she's like, hi, you want to come on to the bus and get tested? And I said, no, I don't need to. And she says, well, when's the, yeah, everybody needs to. When's the last time you got tested? I'm like, oh, 13 years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, it's because I'm positive. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to go on the bus. I'm like, I don't need to go on there. I already know my status. Right. And then we, and, but it opened up the conversation also for us, which is great. Yeah, yeah, but it is. It's important to know your status and get tested, not just not just for HIV, but for many things. For everything. For COVID, for monkeypox, for you know, vaccine. If you're any not of vaccinated, the STIs, you can any get of them. STIs. Um, the I flu. Mean, the right. I don't like those flu swabs. I have to tell you, oh. I've had COVID swabs up the Yazoo for the past three years. The flu swab made my eyes tear. Yeah, because they go up further. It was, I with, felt that it was like in my brain. Whenever, because with COVID, you just have to swab down. You don't have to stick it all up into your brain. Yeah, it but was with so the far flu, up there. But when they do the flu test to find out what strain you have, if it is... Oh my gosh, they literally give you a lobotomy with that Q-tip. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it felt like a wire. Yes. It didn't even feel like a Q-tip. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like a floral wire sticking in my face. And I'm like, no, I'm not an arrangement. And that's happened to me before. A couple of a couple of um of openings where they have to stick stuff in to do tests. <laughs> then whenever Sorry. they go too deep. Oh yeah! When they go too deep, it's like yeah. Ring the bell. Yeah, yeah. Ring the bell. <laughs> so, what are your two things? Um, my two things kind of tie into yours. Mm -hmm. It's visualizing something, and then having the universe send it. Yes. And I have a friend you may not know. You you probably know. Him. We'll talk after the show. Mm -hmm. But he was at Avalon, the mystic place, mm -hmm. and he was drawn to a tarot deck. Mm -hmm. And when he got it, I'm like, I want a reading. And let me tell you, he pulled five cards, and it has been everything I needed for the past two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Including, in my blessings, being able to score some Madge tickets. Yes. So happy. Yes. Madonna concert that's going to be in Tampa. Isn't Tampa her only Florida? Uh, no, she she's north. Oh, I think she's doing Miami and Tampa. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. Yeah, of course she's doing Miami. But my friend is an icon member and has been in her fan club since 1985. Mm -hmm. So the day they went on sale, he's like, you should go. And I'm like, I'll wait till Thursday. I have a code. And then he's like, you should really get the tickets because they might not be there on Thursday. No, I'll wait. And then finally, I'm like, go ahead and buy them. Yeah. And I got them for fast. way under what they're going for on resale. Mm -hmm. 
we got them for like 200 each. Oh yeah, once the ticket agencies get once the ticket agencies they buy their slots. It's seven or eight hundred dollars for my stupid seat now. Absolutely. I was gagging looking at the resale market. That's what they did with Depeche Mode. Just astronomical. What two a two hundred dollar ticket a seat for whenever you buy it yourself when it first comes out turn around and now it's like eight nine hundred dollars for that same seat in the nosebleed section mind you yeah there's ones at tampa you can get the front of the stage for seven thousand nine hundred dollars a seat wow i don't think so you have to be a rich fan for that my friend that bought tickets spent forty six thousand dollars in pre-sales Oh, because of all, he's going in many different He's places. going to many, but he also bought them for all of his friends all over the country, and then they just reimburse him. Right. So that they didn't get aced out and have to pay nose. Right. I mean, give a kidney to go see Madge. Right. And then my second thing is always know a good mechanic. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I am so happy I have ones because when my talk car decided it was going to OD, it really... It has been br- out of resurrected. Nowhere, too. Out of nowhere. There were no signs, no leakage signs. Nope, it, just it gave all up the ghost at all once. at once. Mm-mm-mm. So local. Yeah, so speaking of local and knowing your thing, locally, the first thing we want to talk about, if you haven't heard it in local news, Southern Knights District Dive was vandalized where the windows that's a good word it's covered it's covered with windows all around it if you're not aware of it on south street and bumby and there's windows all around it and between 3 30 and 4 o'clock in the morning someone came by and shot out almost every window three of them three of the six yeah but they got the ones especially right by the door and then the one that looks down between the bar and the bathroom that window yes yeah we were there on friday and it really it has dented their business. You can feel the trepidation. Oh yeah, from oh, yeah. people here. Oh yeah, I totally. You can still go in there, and you can still go. They have remained open. They boarded up the windows, but that doesn't give you the same atmosphere inside when there's boarded up windows. I mean, it makes it's it, like Parliament House after COVID. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, not being to be petty or dishy, but the old Parliament House. Yes. Speaking of which, something I wonder about, because the news has also, local news has been talking about downtown, that they don't want any more new bars opening up. And they're going to limit it at midnight? Yes. I was wondering, so what's going to happen with the new Parliament House? I mean, are they going to open? Or are and they, will are, they be able to stay open past midnight, or will they have to pay for their own policing? I think that they are going to stay open past midnight. I don't. I don't think that's going to change because, in my personal opinion, if you close at midnight, then everything's just going to happen at midnight. If you close, yeah, but they had the city town hall yesterday where they were seriously talking about limiting bars being able to stay open till closing time. Wow. Wow. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know how you can give somebody a license and then take it back, but. I don't know how those licenses are renewed. Either. And I also have to say, if Parliament House were to be open now, I would be like, I would think twice before I would go because of all the violence that's been happening downtown. Absolutely. I would think twice about staying out till closing and then coming out. And It's going to be a different surrounding. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that would be interesting. Also, tonight at Savoy, you can catch Gregory Metz, our friend, the comic, at Savoy. Um, the show starts at 8 p.m. And it's actually not in Savoy. It's in Ivanhoe, 1915, 1519. 1812. 1812. 36 Yeah. <laughs> I think it's 1916. <laughs> okay. I was like, I know it's four numbers and two ones are in there. <laughs> yeah. 1916. <laughs> they, um, uh, yeah, it's a fun night. He, he didn't list all the comics that he's having like he usually does. And he's also branched out to some weekend shows. In Winter uh, Haven. Uh, in Winter Haven, yes. Good for him. I know. Bringing comedy to the masses. Yes, and we really need it in these times. And then tonight we have Brendan Bunting O'Connor at Tactical Brewing with his drag bingo and dance party. And Miss Tree Hugger at Persimmon Hollow across the street from Lake Eola. And then if you're ready for some culture, we've got a slew coming up. If you don't have your tickets to Shangela, she's on February the 1st. Yes, the Fully Lit Tour. A fully Lit Tour, and that's Where's, at Dr. Phillips Performing yes. Arts Center in the big room. Yes, of course, she needs that big room. Uh, if you're interested in hysterical long-term culture tomorrow night, in the Steinmetz Hall is Le Ballet Trocadero di Monte Carlo, oh. which is a ballet troupe that's usually female, but it's all done by men. Oh, wow. Wearing their tutus. It actually started in the early 80s in New York City, and they used to tour the country. They're backing up. Oh, that's interesting. That's great. Um, I think we all know what the movie Sorted Lives is. Right, Sorted Lives. They're doing it on stage in the Alex DePew Theater, February 16th, 17th, and 18th. And then a little further out, there's still plenty, not plenty, there's still a lot of tickets for the 17th Annual Miss Comedy Queen, which is going to be March 23rd at the Depew Theater at Deepak as well. And tickets go fast for that. They do go fast. They go really fast for that. And if you want something local that's not too invisible, there's Chinese New Year. The Dragon Parade is next Sunday morning from 10 until 1. Downtown? Um, no, it's actually on Mills. It starts like back oh, behind Will's yeah, Pub. Yeah, in the Asian it, district. Yeah, well, it goes down that one street, and I can't think of what it is. The next one down from Mills. Right. Uh, and it goes the length from there to Mills. And then they shoot off the firecrackers and all the right. things on the corner of Mills and 50. Royalty makes a beautiful Lunar New Year boba tea. Oh, that's neat. Yes, I remember so that. So much fun. So much fun. And tonight also happening in Kissimmee at Club Secret is a lock or lock April Fresh. <laughs> April Fresh Twilight Holiday and they have different guests every week. I know tonight uh, today's Tia Divine, not one of my favorite people. <laughs> but she'll probably give a big old show. But she does good. She gives shows. She does a good show. And then and April April's um Fifth anniversary of his brunch Comedy is coming. Comedy brunch is coming up. And that will be at the 808, formerly Dexter's. Right. That, I haven't been to that venue. I haven't been there since it's turned to the 808. I used to go to Dexter's, but. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and then there's also Island Time, I think they have a brunch with a lot of different people coming in. Yes, they have, um, <clears throat> Island Time always has, they have a rotating cast for brunch. And DJ Brianna Lee doing the spinning and music. So, 
to get out of local. Now, oh, also something local that we do want to talk about is here at the station, WPRK, we have a membership that people may not be aware of. If you donate, then you can um, get this membership card. And the membership card gives you different... um, discounts a slew of discounts at different restaurants businesses um there's even coupon codes for say like annie russell theater the princeton review gabby shepherd artist and wriggle brew um lots of different places around town not just in winter park but all over antonella's pizza bole which is really good if you uh-huh. haven't tried that um katrina our karina's confectionaries the KOS Coffee and Bodega, Nora's Sugar Shack, which mm. Mm, gets a dollar off wine and beer, and Pop's Pizza, which is oh. um, the Taco Chino brand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something Fishy. <laughs> That's cute. That is it, cute. Um, it also gives you a discount at Taco Chino, yes. 10 Brewing, the Bagel Shop, and discounts at the Princeton Review, Blackbird Comics and Coffee House in Maitland, mm-hmm. The Owl's Attic, Window World, in case you need new windows, girl. Yeah, we all do because they're and Wiggle Brew. Yes, and how you can if you go on to wprk.org backslash membership, that's where you can find where the different discounts are, and that's where you can also make a donation if you choose. Right. We have a we have a. Uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? We have a goal of reaching 70 membership drives by February, the second week of February. And we're gonna get on you about that. So we're gonna. It. So you're gonna get to listening to a lot of that. We're gonna have come February 14th, which is it's giving day. It's giving day for WPRK, and we're going to be having bands. It's gonna be really fun. So that's February 14th. Valentine's Day yeah. or Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day. So. So. Scandal. So first, RuPaul's Drag Race this past week. I'm sure if um, you'll, we're going to hear some spoiled stuff if you haven't seen it yet. But that happened Friday. Today's Tuesday. So we don't feel bad about spoiling. <laughs> Can they make these episodes any shorter? I know. Each queen gets like 3.2 seconds on the runway. Well, I don't know why, because it used to be, it was an hour and a half long, and especially having that many queens in this season. Well, allegedly, it's because MTV wants to slot everything into a time zone. Right. But they can cram three ridiculousnesses together. We can at least get 90 minutes for RuPaul. Yes. That was the fastest runway I've ever seen. I was like, who was that? What? Who was that? It was the fastest runway. It, the, the quickest snatch game. The snatch game, both of them. And they didn't, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, wait to do the snatch game until you have eight. And then I didn't it. mind that because it showed you who to cut out. Uh, it really showed you who to cut out. Yeah, it showed you who to cut out. I have to say, Lucy Lilduka's Joan Rivers, I think, was the winner of both of them. Absolutely. She was, I, I didn't know, she sounds so much like her. But I think that's part of his... Um, he normally does a Joan Rivers impersonation. But he was spot on. Yeah. And I thought the Tim Gunn one was good. You Marsha, 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 Tim Gunn was very good. The Rosie O'Donnell slash Dance Moms one I thought was good. Yes, when she uh, yeah Rosie O'Donnell's Ab- and then Abby Miller. Well, why am I going to Abby Miller now? 
A lot of the other ones were cringe. Miley Cyrus, cringe. Oh my gosh, what was that? All Why that? was she hitting herself with a mallet? It didn't make I any know. sense. It should have been a wrecking ball. Yes. None of what she was doing. And he did a whole outfit change from the first thing into the little... Yes, it was so crazy. I'm not a big Sugar and Spice fan anyway. Well, one of them's not there anymore. Spoiler alert. I know. But I have to say that lip sync was amazing. That lip sync was choreographed. They've been doing that at home for years. No, what they did, because there was um, Entertainment Weekly does a, it out, an outro with every time that someone's gone. And according to Sugar, wait, Sugar? Yeah. According to Sugar, since she was eliminated this week, they were only given 10 minutes, you know, in the back after during Untucked. And so they just, okay, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. So they just did like the pulling part, the, on the end of it, the pulling. They, they did that. They had other things choreographed, but then between all that was just so messy. Oh, and the shoe fell off and then she was chasing her with it? Yes. I was howling. Now that wasn't, and that wasn't meant to Oh, happen. that wasn't choreographed. That wasn't choreographed at all. And that happened and it was like, oops. I think it's hard with twins because they're trying to do that twindemic thing. Yes. But they're not separating themselves enough to to showcase something. To showcase individually who who is. They and they also it's wonderful having twins. When you do have twins on there, you I just knew from day one, okay, when are the twins going to be lip syncing against each other? Because you just know Yeah, because they spar when they don't have that that matching energy. Yeah. They really do. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh! But some of the runway looks—that the tarantula thing—that oh, she was in a neck brace. That was beautiful. She had a neck brace, and then also had the the um, all around her, the silver all around her. That was that mistress. Yes, that was mistress. And then the one that uh, Aura. Yes. When she turned around and her spine the was ripped out. The whole spine, that was flawless. Awesome. Because she come out and it's like, okay, okay, so what about this? And then she turned around and it was like, oh, there it is. And I thought Lucy LaDuca's was really good. So did I. Really good. I, I, I think Lucy LaDuca is a contender this, this season. Sasha Colby has not been, a, like, it's been good, but I... Not From, since not since episode before the acting episode. This episode she wasn't featured hardly at all. No. I don't even remember her runway. Me either. I don't remember her runway and her snatch game I thought was good. It was good. But it was just good. It wasn't over yeah, the top. Yeah, but compared to some of the other ones, just good was good. Oh yeah. Oh, just good was much better than Miley. Or the or what was the, I didn't even know what it was that the Spice Instagram was influencer doing. yeah that the Asian guy that uh, or I think Aura did that one yeah with the net top and yeah and then the other one with the coconut water they were just not that it just didn't make any sense I guess it does to the TikTok generation but you have to really be able to embody all of it yeah yeah. Especially when the one just eats random weird food when she's doing her TikTok, and they she just had a lollipop. Yeah, made no sense. Made no sense at all, and especially made no sense if you don't know the TikTok. Yeah, that China, China, China. It'll be banned soon. None of you all have it. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> but yeah, I thought with RuPaul's Drag Race, I was just like, this was a awesome. It was just so rushed. It was a weird episode. It was so rushed. It probably was great when they filmed it, and then they said, "Oh, you have to make it, you know, sixty minutes." But you know what I miss? I miss during Snatch Game, Rue coming out as a boy and sitting there and asking each one of them, "Who are you doing?" And then give them all little that tips. was deleted. I wish that they would show that because I know they don't have the time to, but I wish they would show that. And if I'm not mistaken, this past week, there was no Untucked. There wasn't because I watched the... Oh, no, because... The gay, the friends of WeHo. I watched the friends of WeHo right after that. And then right after that... Usually they would do that and then untuck. Can we talk about that for a minute? That. Yes, that's what I was going to get to, the friends of WeHo. That is skull goo. Did you watch it? Yes. Did you My- see Todrick give, give his explanations for all the drama that's been with him for the past year? Yes, and you know what? I still hate her. I don't mean to. She's still canceled. Yes. She can do whatever she wants. She went on Instagram this morning and blew it up with everything screaming about her uh the ratings yeah it's horrible it's a horrible show it, it really is give those 30 minutes back to rupaul yeah please. you know what your redemption tour hour. does not need to be on my tv no no and that's exactly what it is he wanted his story his side of the story to come out and oh yeah i have a lease i have a deed to my house it is my house and we don't care and then he started talking about not paying i paid my dancers but except the ones that i had the uh, extras the ones that were extras didn't, the ones were that were like supposed to be paid but didn't get paid right girl no i know just no i still don't trust them uh-uh i don't i don't trust them at all She's just trying to get us to come back so we can buy her next album and see her next and tour. Then, and then he says, and I have no regrets about how I did Celebrity Big Brother. Well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Hall. <laughs> you were terrible. How you played Big Brother was good for Big Brother, but it was not good for Celebrity Big Brother because that's not how Celebrity Big Brother is played. No, he looked horrible. He looked so horrible. It was not a good look for anybody to pull those that's why, stunts. That's why he got no vote at the end except the one that didn't even know about everything. Right. That's the whole reason why. There's not a whole lot of people I canceled, but I canceled him after that. Yeah. It, it was just a bridge too far. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to be helping our community, not hurting it like that. And so, and then the other guys on the show. Oh, oh Brad from. Yes. He's all right. But the other ones, but, it, it just reeks of entitlement. It's very entitled. It's very L.A. It's very L.A. Very L.A. Which. It, yeah. I understand. I mean, it's the friends of WeHo, but come on. They could have got a much more diverse cast. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and it's supposed to be like a like a real housewives type of a show, but it's not. It's not even close to real housewives, and I don't like real housewives. It's not anywhere near housewives. Nowhere. They don't they don't have the, the only drama. drama they're gonna get is Todrick, because I know eventually yeah. he's gonna pop on there. Eventually he's gonna do Speaking stuff, of which, did you see what he did on Instagram? No, when? 
over the weekend. No. So Instagram now you can have people subscribe to your channel and pay you. Yeah, subscriptions. Well, he showed all of his candies. For a subscription? Front and back. For a subscription? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I saw them with the big stars over it, but when he was in a jacuzzi, like leaning forward with uh, uh-huh. with the cake, mm-hmm. and the other one, she was like serving Parmesan. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, Miss Hall. <laughs> and speaking of, oh, no, girl. Oh, speaking of, oh, no, we're going to start going into our articles now. George Santos. Girl. The gift that keeps on giving. You mean Kataya Ravash? <laughs> Katara. <laughs> Whatever. So George Santos, he... In case you've been under course, a rock or on a different planet. In case you've been planet. under a rock, he participated in drag shows, and he went by the name Katara in Brazil. Not a problem. Now, what's I? we have no issue with that. We say all right for anybody who wants to do drag and anyone who wants to do a drag wherever you're at and with whatever name you want to choose. But... He is also a supporter of anti-LGBTQ plus laws. So... Or he says he is. Well... How can you believe anything he says, I, Exactly, you can't. But he supports these with being in the GOP. Right. Mm. And uh, they can't get rid of him because the margin's so slim. Exactly. They can't get rid of him. And it's law that you have to put two. Uh, have you to have put to have two committees two. unless you're on a national one like security or intelligence or appropriation. And you know they don't want to give them any of those. But they gave him science and technology. I know. I'm scared. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna tune those space lasers on us. <laughs> yes. He is. So. Oh no. So it's it's been over two months that we've been treated to a torrent of evidence that's newly elected Congressman Joe George Santos is a serial liar, from supposedly being a star volleyball player at a college he never attended to having grandparents who fled Hitler. Almost every day has brought a new lie, and it sure has. Oh my God! He took from a veteran that his dog died. Yes, you saw that. Oh, oh my gosh. So, and what's so funny is all of this is under his alias. Oh, Devalder. Yes. His mother's maiden name. It's all under his alias. Alexander Devalder. Yes. It's all under his alias. And his alias stuff, it's like, okay, this is where all the true stuff is found. Kind it's of. under this alias. Because under the alias, he didn't say he did this and his mother did this. He did but that he, as George. Yeah, but Alexander is also the one that gave the, the January 5th rally in Washington, D.C. He spoke at that. Yes, he did. Yeah, mm. we got a lot of problems with her. A lot. A I mean, lot. he's married to a woman and he's married. He's proposing to his boyfriend. Yes, his boyfriend. I'm going to get down to Pedro. Right now. Yes. And oh. before he was elected, he worked as a spokesman for Carl Palladino, an elected official who has a track record of racist and homophobic comments. Shock face. Isn't this just, I mean, I, this guy, I'm like, what? Every day is like, what though? So, uh, you know, we always talk about the don't say gay laws. So his response to a don't say gay law is, hey, everyone, George Santos here. As a gay man, I stand proudly behind not teaching our children sex or sexual orientation. 
um, I can see that, but there still has to be some sort of biology classes where you understand things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So since he's been in Congress, he's aligned himself with the far right who they've demonized drag shows, which we're going to get to, and introduced appalling anti-trans legislation. So he's he's teaming up with anti Is he helping or hurting? He's hurting. I think so. He's hurting. He's hurting us real bad. He's hurting. I think he's even hurting gay Republicans. I didn't know you could even hurt them. <laughs> I, I think he's hurting them because he's given them a bad name. Well, right now, they are completely all wrapped up in his mess. Yeah. And they're trying to stay away from it. And each day, it just gets more. It's like you ran into a giant banana spider web. And everywhere you turn, you're getting more web on you. Yes. Yes. So something else George Santos did. He claimed he had acted in Hannah, Montana. Oh. Lie. Lie. And he claimed that he acted with Uma Thurman in a movie that she wasn't wasn't even even in. in I, f- like, I have to tell you, right. I get my popcorn every day and I Google George Santos just to see what amazingness has come out in the past 24 hours. Exactly. It's like, George, you are the gift that keeps on giving to us at the radio. But I have to tell you, everybody has taken advantage of it. Yeah. Colbert has his own George Santos. Yes. Jimmy Fallon has his own Santos. Uh-huh. Um, Kimmel, has, Kimmel has his. SNL has his. And they roasted him this mm-hmm. past week. Mm-hmm. I just hope more than anything that him being gay, that this doesn't come on all to all of us as gays. I just. I don't think so. I think it's going to come off as you're a pathological liar. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly, and you're on the wrong side of the fence. <laughs> I, I, do we even know he's gay? Right. He says he is. He says he is. Well, he did do drag. So Anthony DeVolder, which is his his um, his alias, alias, first started his stage life at 17 in a gay nightclub drag as a gay nightclub drag queen, and with that, he won several beauty pageants. Allegedly. So, he denied ever performing in drag after several people told media outlets that they used to know him as a drag performer. So, everyone from Brazil that knew him back then, they came they out with came to the, the woodwork. pictures. Yeah, they the all video. came out. The video. Yes. Yes. It's like, uh, no, you are a drag. You were a drag queen. And if you put the pictures side by side. Um, you can tell. Yeah, it's the same person. It's, it's clearly him. It's clearly him. And it's not photoshopped. No. He's got the good cheekbones, though. I really yeah. wish I had those. Yeah. Dude, that was so funny that he went. <laughs> He's like, oh, yes. And I, and I was with Uma Thurman in this movie. And I don't remember what movie it was. but He had his own Wikipedia page that he since wiped. Where all- uh-huh. Yeah, he had to wipe it because everything was coming out in the open. Delusions of grandeur, line one. Delusions of grandeur, line one. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. It's crazy. And he's just, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It really is. You know what melts in your hand but not in your mouth? M&M's. Yes. And speaking of, yeah, George Santos, we, meanwhile, we're laughing at George Santos when we should be laughing at M&M's also. Because America has <laughs> lost its mind. Yes. 
we have gone crazy, people. When we are worried about M&M's sexuality or gender. Or which shoes they wear. Which shoes they wear. Because we did this story whenever it first came out that they were going to be more diverse. So they put some of the M&M's in heels and gave them more of a woman face. They have some of them in shoes. They're candy. They're cartoons. So now they turned around and they put them all in tennis shoes. And then someone came out and said, oh, yay, M&M's has binary people on it now. And then Tucker Carlson exploded. And then Tucker Carlson, yes, goes off about it. So now you know what? We don't even get M&M's. We don't even get them. We get Maya Rudolph, which I'm glad for. Yes. But what happened to my cartoon M&M's? But we don't get the... Thank goodness this wasn't going on back in the 80s when the California raisins were alive. Can you imagine? (laughs) They would have shriveled up and died. (laughs) They're already shriveled. (laughs) They got Botox and plumped back up. Yes. (laughs) Because <laughs> they were California raisins, so of course they we, had filler and some blowtops. Well, of course they were gay then. <laughs> but yes, M&M's, they're just spokes cartoons for the Candy. Company. For candy. It, I always had an issue with melts in your mouth, not in your hand, because the coating of the outside does melt in your hand. <laughs> yeah, it does, pretty quick. <laughs> you can't hold, and your hand can't be wet. No. If your hand's wet, it's over with. You yeah. look like a, a, a kaleidoscope. Yes, yes. But, so, last, or last show on episode 112 that you can find at www.homohappyhour.com, we talked about, um, about, about Frank, Frank Sinatra my way and his song no not my way it was fly me to the moon fly me to the moon sorry and that it had gay it was it was written by a gay um a gay songwriter for his boyfriend well now we're going to take a look at the way we were with Barbara Streisand and Robert Redford it was inspired by a real life gay romance <gasps> no yes oh no Arthur Lawrence has a new book out that is called The Way We Were. And actually, I'm sorry, Robert Hoffler has the book out, The Way We Were. Yeah, because Arthur's dead. Uh, yeah, Arthur's dead. He recounts how screenwriter Arthur Lawrence based the film on his own love life. I have to say, The Way We Were and also The, um, the Natural were movies that totally turned me on. I had such a crush on Robert Redford. Oh, he was beautiful. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to go to Columbia and jump off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it was a fairy tale of Cinderella falling in love with a handsome prince charming. She sheds her drag persona. It's made to feel beautiful, in case you don't know. Um... So it's also the love story between a Jew and a Gentile. Yes, yes. So what what was originally wrote put on display the various tropes of what it meant to be a Jewish in America and how different it was to be Gentile in America, and so the two protagonists meet in the most intimate of contexts in love and marriage, and of course divorce. But it is a subject that Lawrence knew well. He lived it, his many male lovers being as Gentile as they were gorgeous because he was Jewish. Right. Not Jew-ish, George Santos. <laughs> Can you even believe he tried that? I know. I didn't say I was Jewish. I said I was Jew 
ish. And then to say your mom died in 9-11 when she died in 2016. I know. Oh, my gosh. But back to Arthur. So Arthur Lorenz wrote a lot about his love for Farley Granger in his first memoir, Original Story By. He even wrote more about the movie star's beauty, which he called striking and improbable. So regarding his personality and intellect, he used the somewhat more earthbound word, uncomplicated. And Lawrence worshipped good looks because, as he put it, he never liked what he looked like. And as he aged, he often compromised with friends, saying the good thing about never being physically attractive is no one will ever call you a former beauty. That's true. That is true. So, so, so this is kind of going about Arthur Lawrence wrote this for, you know, talking about him and his, and his love, Farley Granger. And that's where the way we were comes from. It was it it was a really really interesting article. Very much so. I had no idea the depth. Well, the the depth of how intricate it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because he's it makes total sense once you read it. It does because he was going to New York and he was doing plays, and then they're going to California and they're back and forth, and Mm -hmm. it was about a trophy husband. Yeah. And that's exactly what the movie was about. It, it was, but I never would have equated it into this story until I read the article. Me neither. I, I would have... Fascinating. I, I always just looked at it as uh, somebody who's not pretty, who comes along and he she meets Hubble, Robert Redford. And of course, who wouldn't fall in love with Robert Redford back then? <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. He's so... Mm-mm-mm-mm. So I'm trying to find out some of mine that have written down also so, shout out to the glad awards yeah things we've talked about bros fire island the white lotus and oldie murderers in the building yes all up for glad awards very good movies too very good only murders in the building series and it's very good and the best one of last year everything everywhere all at once 11 nominations for academy awards so, GOP lawmakers want to classify drag as adult entertainment like porn. Oh, GOP. So, Republican lawmakers in Arkansas have introduced a bill that would classify drag performances as adult entertainment, similar to erotic films or escort services. They'd also ban drag shows on public property or anywhere that they could be viewed as people under by people under 18. Can you believe that? It's kind of silly, but their governor is a Huckabee. <clears throat> yes. Yes. But it's still, it's um, Senator Gary Steubenfeld, sponsor of the chamber's version of the bill, told Arkansas TV station that drag shows are destroying these kids' innocence. They're no longer kids. They're seeing things that they shouldn't be seeing. Wait what? a minute. A man dressed as a woman? And pretty much a lot of them don't even know that. They're just seeing this made-up person. person, and they want to be like, you know, oh, and I'm sorry. Are they going to take away Halloween? Right. I mean, seriously. Right. What about, you know, glam rock? I think of the 80s and hair glam metal. rock and hair metal. And there were a lot of them. You couldn't tell if they were a guy or a girl with the makeup and... Twisted Sister comes to mind, sister. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, another, it's a return to the culture wars. Yeah, it is. it's a return. It's not like it's new. 
at no, all. It, it just this generation has never had it like this. Right. Us oldsters have already lived through it once, so we already recognize what it is. Right. We see exactly what it is. I just can't believe that they're saying because, you know, that's like saying they're so against Drag Queen Story Hour. And I don't get that because I've never seen a Drag Queen Story Hour which most of them are, are documented on videos, but I've never seen one that they are promoting anything they except just walk for out a and child's read. book. They, yeah, they walk out, they read a child's book just like a librarian does in the library and talk about it. And some of them are talking about treating everybody the same. They're giving good messages. It's sort of like Dolly Parton. When she grew up, she, not fetishized, but she looked up to the people that were the prostitute of town. Yeah. And so she wanted to wear makeup like that. And, and have big hair and be flashy clothes. Yeah. It, it doesn't have any bearing on anything. Nothing at all. Right. Right. Now, in Arkansas, LGBTQ plus activists have spoken out against the, um, the legislation. It's just horrible. And someone had noted that if the measure becomes law, it will affect pride festivals and more. Which, of course... I just, I just hope it does not become law because you know who's going to follow. Well, unfortunately, Rhonda. He, Rhonda is just like, I picture her in a big top. Yes. And she has a top hat on. And she's throwing meat to the lions just to get the reaction. Yes, yes. And I don't think that's going to end until we all take a stand against it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. But for the younger it's generation... Not the first, it's not the first time we've had to take a stand against hate. No, but for the younger generation, this is the first time that their rights have ever started to be infringed on. Hate and ignorance is what I see it as. Absolutely. Because in, in, and, ignorance, and fear, because it's fear yeah, of the unknown. That's Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm saying the ignorance comes in. It's That's when you just shine a light on it They don't all. know about it. They see it, but they want to ignore it. Or push it away. Yeah. And yeah. brand it as something that other than what it really is, is just entertainment. Yeah, entertainment. But they have no problem. Well, it's not like there's bur bur um, burlesque shows that kids go to. Yeah, no. But what is, one thing that is happening, I've noticed, with drag queen shows is they are now billing as adult entertainment, you know, for um, adults, are, no kids allowed, 18 and, 18 and over, or all ages. So, And we've both seen shows that have been, like, not, not NSFW. Right. But I don't think they're doing those at Drag Queen Story Hour. No, they're not. Or at or at or at drag queen brunches that kids are at. No, you know, like um, I even think of like Hamburger Marys. Their drag queen stuff that they do on Sundays is a Broadway brunch. It's all Broadway shows. They do Little Mermaid. They do Frozen. Disney stuff. Yeah, let it go, girl. It's nothing to yeah. It's nothing to do with that. But letting it go. So. Outside a Mexico church, there was a woman who sprayed holy water on gay couples. <laughs> was she blessing them? <laughs> she accused two men of trying to spread immorality to the country's youth. So she sprayed them with holy water. Did they melt? 
<laughs> nope. She yelled, get out right now. I'm going to call the police. And she said that, of course, in Spanish while spraying them and making signs of the cross. The encounter took place in Tulica, about 50 miles west of Mexico City, and was caught on camera and shared by one of the men in a TikTok video that's since gone viral. It has, uh, after the weekend, it had 400,000 views. Oh, Lord. And it said, it's, it's in Spanish, but it says, a difficult encounter with a woman who sprayed us with water. It goes on. It's so funny. Um, and it says, it's bad to hate lady, is what they, you know, you heard people tell him. It's bad to hate lady. And a bystander tried to defend the couple, telling the woman, they're not doing anything. They're just sitting here. Now, the woman has not been identified. She put a bottle in her purse after spraying the couple and then says she was calling the authorities and took out her cell phone. She could be heard saying into the phone that the church is private property and that the couple is not welcome in the Lord's house. She said in Spanish. I think that's up to the Lord, don't you? Exactly. She said, well, the Lord welcomes all. I mean, by going by the Bible, well, everybody's welcome into church. And God made each one of us. Exactly. In his image. Well, Thank you for that. In its image. I don't, I don't say. In teach. their image. In, in, yeah. But she also said they are not from here. They come from other depraved countries to teach immorality to the youth here. <laughs> Can we get a scholarship for that? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. When I saw this article, I was like, no way. So, so the person on the phone who was an officer that she was talking to could be heard through the phone telling her that the woman telling the woman this is discrimination, but asked Hernandez to avoid confrontation and leave the steps. Hernandez thanks the officer before ending the video. Oh, Lord. I just think that's funny. So following the encounter, Hernandez, who lives in Mexico City, told NBC News that he believes the true meaning of a religion should be about doing good, being respectful, loving your neighbor unconditionally, and being able to love freely. It's just so funny. So then there was a caption post along with the video. He wrote, it's difficult to understand that someone can treat you like this for loving freely. The good are more. Thanks to the authorities and people of the church who decided to act with love and consistency. So even the church was like, hey, girl. Seriously. Don't be speaking on our behalf. When we say welcome the stranger or feed the hungry or put down your weapons, we're not being leftist or woke. We're quoting Jesus. And not only that, this past October, same-sex marriage became legal in all of Mexico's 32 states. About the time. So, so it's still, what, that happened in October, November, December, January. So that's only been three months. So you know the far right there in Mexico. And not even just the far up, right, but the older generations. Yeah. They still have an issue with it because <laughs> it's a highly Catholic country. <laughs> she obviously does. I can just imagine being by a church and some Somebody woman, throwing holy water on me? Yes, and someone running out and throwing holy water on me. This is cashmere. I'm like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. Oh. <laughs> so speaking of, since we're talking about anti-LGBTQ bills, there are over 100 before state legislators in 2023 so far, and activists are saying they are fired up, as they should be. As they should be. Rightful yes. indignation. As they should be. The bills continue to limit gender-affirming health care for minors, while a slate of newer bills target drag performers, as we were just talking about. So, 
they have been filed in 22 states so far. Texas has taken the lead with 36 of the bills, according to Equality Texas. Missouri is next with 26 of the bills. North Dakota, which what gay person lives in North Dakota? What person lives in North Dakota? They have eight, and Oklahoma with six. Where do we stand? We've got to be up there. It might not be in that tabulation. No. I haven't. They said in the past three years, 18 states have banned transgender student athletes, which we are one of them, from competing on school sports teams that align with their gender identity rather than the sex they were assigned at birth. Four states, Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, and Arizona have enacted restrictions on gender-affirming medical care for minors, though federal judges have blocked them from taking effect in Arkansas and Alabama, which also it will follow with Tennessee and Arizona, too, because once a judge blocks it for one, it gets blocked with the others. But my goodness... I just, it's just, this, in all of these, it's like, what? And people are worried that more states restricting access to gender-affirming care is going to hurt Well, this wedge, this wedge this time around is not just gay. This time they're specifically hatcheting the trans part. And it's also worrying that Congress becoming more conservative, that there might be a potential federal ban. But the pendulum swings both ways. Exactly. And just because right now it's swinging to the right, it's going to get to the center and then it's going to go back left. Yes. We just have to hold firm in who we are as people and be good. Mm hmm. Just amazing, you know, just amazing of, of what they're coming to. And one quick uh, last story we want to talk about is Miss Universe Owner. She's transgender. Oh, yes, honey. She came out. She's a businesswoman. She's transgender. And Jakafong Jakraklapetit. That's probably not the real pronunciation. Jakrajatatip. I'm reading it like it says. Jakrajatatip. Jakafong. I know her middle name. Jakafong. So she is now sharing an empowered message on inclusion, equality, and the pageant's transformation. It really is nice that she she bought it for $20 million. I know. I wish I had $20 million to buy a pageant. Well, if you looked as good as she did, you'd have it. Exactly. But she um, she's Not talk- that you don't look good. Okay. <laughs> Let me, but not let me for, qualify that. But not for, I wouldn't qualify for, not with my goatee, I won't qualify <laughs> for the Miss Universe pageant. <laughs> Tweeze it out. Yeah. <laughs> Glue it down. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I glued down my eyebrows and my goatee. It's, speaking of which, I'm growing a goatee, people. I know. He looks so Butch Queen Realness. You can't even imagine. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna, for jobs, I'm going to have to take it down. Oh, and something else we want to get to is a moment of your, 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 gay, your history. gay history. Yes, history. History. Nobody knows about this, but in the 1950s, there was a trans singer by the name of Jackie Shan, Shane, and she changed R&B forever. I know. This is to celebrate Women's History Month. We're telling um, them.us is telling stories of transgender women who reshaped history. Jackie Shane was a soul, a soul singer, and she refused to live as anything other than her authentic self at a time when doing so was virtually unheard of. And possibly illegal. In the 50s? That's, that's super brave. Yeah. Yeah. What, and 
she was her hometown was Nashville. So she's in the deep south. And isn't she a person of color? Transgender, person of color, transgender. But she did. She changed the way. So it's a good thing to look up. If you want to know more about it, just Google Jackie Shane, S-H-A-N-E, and read on about her because she is a pioneer. Pioneer. In the R&B music time for a moment of... One more push. One more push. Push. Your history. Thanks, Dad. Number three is like the the third time's the charm. Always. (laughs) Ring the bell. Every time. (laughs) Well, guys, let's see if this does this on the first one. Katara. Devolder. This has been another edition of Outloud Orlando's The Homo Happy Hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. Remember, we are one human family, somewhat dysfunctional, but still a human family. Always swing first and fight the good fights. Let justice roll. But remember, life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Seriously. I'm your host, DJ Crazy JC John. I'm the Elderberry. I love you. I love you. And we will see see you next next Tuesday. Courage, uniqueness, nerve, talent. George DeVolder. <laughs> Come Anthony on, George Santa. Come on, George. Come on, Katara. <laughs> Katara. Revage. Coming soon to a theater near you. Katara, the story of George Santos. Is it lies or is it Maybelline? <laughs> Based on true fiction. <laughs>